God tonight, today, amen. He's a mighty good God. Hallelujah. He's a mighty God. And He's not just a mighty God, but He's the Almighty God. He has all might, all power. Amen. He said in the Gospels, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth, no matter where you are today. Amen. If you're uh, humble enough to just be here on this terra firm, on this, on this planet, or if you've been advanced in society and education, you're able to be an astronaut in the space. He's there. And he's got all power in heaven and in earth. Amen. If you find yourself in an airline plane, amen, 30,000 feet above, amen, this this planet, amen, he's still God. He's God everywhere. Hallelujah. I want to turn your attention this morning for a few moments, amen, to the book of Acts, chapter number three. Amen. I, I believe that God is going to move in this place today. Amen. Today may not be an ordinary service, depending on how you respond to the word of the Lord. Amen. Today will not be an ordinary service. Amen. But God will do some things in in this place this morning that are supernatural, that are miraculous. Amen. God is on the throne today. Amen. God is on the throne today. Amen. The book of Acts chapter 3. Amen. Beginning with verse number 1. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer. Amen. Amen. They were people of prayer, men of prayer. They had a regular time of prayer in their lives. Amen. I would stop and tell you today, amen, you need to have a regular time of prayer in your lives on a daily basis if you want to see God move in your life. Amen. That's just the reality of the scriptures. Amen. And a certain man laying from his mother's womb was carried. Amen. A certain man laying from his mother's womb, a person that could not walk. Amen. From the moment he was born. From his mom's womb, he was lame, could not walk. Amen. Whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful. Amen. Daily, somebody was helping him out, putting him right there in that that right place where he could collect the most uh, money from the passerbys. Amen. From from those uh, generous individuals. And the Bible says to ask alms of them that carried of them, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple, who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none. Amen. How many feel that way sometimes? Amen. Amen. We've all been there. Amen. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. Amen. They may have been going through hard financial times. Amen. Things may have seemed upside down. Amen. Not just in their lives, but in all of Asia and the entire world. They turned upside down. But one thing that they had was the Holy Ghost. Amen. Resident and moving in their lives. Amen. They had the Holy Ghost. Amen. But such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. Amen. A man that was once 
lame that was once laid at the gate called beautiful, amen, now is worshiping the Lord and is leaping and walking and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. And they knew that it was he which sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement. Amen. At that which had happened unto him. And as the lame man which was healed held Peter and John, all the people ran together unto them in the porch that is called Solomon's, greatly wondering. Greatly wondering. Amen. I'll just read quickly. And you're hearing the book of Isaiah chapter 53 and verse number 5 says, But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. Amen. I want to preach, amen, this Sunday morning with the help of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Because I need God, amen, to help me and to help us today on the miracle worker. The miracle worker. God, we love you. We praise you. We we cast our cares upon you today. We lay our lives at your feet, God. We're asking you today, God, right now, Lord, not for tomorrow, God, not for next week, not for next Sunday, and not even for next year, but God, we're praying that right now, Lord, you would begin to walk in this place, God. You would begin to move in a mighty way, God. I pray that the miracle worker, God, would begin to set foot in this house, Lord, and you would begin to show up, God, in this very service this Sunday morning. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Why don't we clap our hands unto the Lord before we're seated and worship Him right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Amen. You can be seated. Amen. How many is going to help me preach this Sunday morning? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. We believe. In everything that you find in the word of God. Amen. We believe. Amen. Every every uh, every word that's in the book, every word of God that's been written. Amen. If it's in amen, these pages, amen, of this book, amen, we believe it. Amen. I'm telling you that today to, to remind somebody, amen. We don't just preach. Amen. That God can fill you with the Holy Ghost and that you God can wash away your sins in the waters of baptism. But one of the other things, amen, that we preach that's found in the Word of God is that God is a miracle working God. Amen. He's a God that can heal. He's a God that can save. And He's a God that can deliver on this Sunday morning. Hallelujah. I believe that. Amen. From the top of my head to the bottom of my feet, I believe today that God is in the miracle working business of 2017. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it will be today according to your response, according to your faith. Amen. God will do some things for your life today. Amen. It was David Hume, the Scottish philosopher that said a miracle is not a violation of the laws of nature, but it is the introduction of a new agent. Amen. Disturbances entered the world by sin as nature visibly attests. Amen. And God must needs miraculously interfere to nullify that disturbance. Amen. Sin brought with it. Amen. Different 
things and the curse of sin entered into the world and the curse of sin they brought in different agents of, of destruction and it brought about sickness and it brought about all sorts of disease and things that would go wrong in the human body and in this world at large amen and it's up to God amen to intervene to interfere if you will in the process of sin in our world amen and when God interferes amen into the process of nature when God interferes into the human course of events amen it is called a miracle it is a divine amen manifestation of the power of God and the power of God is in this place today and Wesley and many of you today that are filled with the Holy Ghost and I believe amen that on this Sunday morning God can give somebody a miracle in their body God can give somebody a miracle in their situation today hallelujah 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 having created what we call nature God has the power to control and to change it. God has the power to control nature and to radically change it. Amen. That is why, amen, the servant of the Lord, amen, in the heat of the battle could command the sun to stand still where it was that the people of God might have more time to engage and to defeat the enemy. God intervened and God stopped the process of nature God held the sun in its tracks and says, that's as far as you're going to go for right now. I need to intervene on behalf of my people. And I believe that the same God that held Joshua's son, amen, stranded in midair, amen, can work in this house on this Sunday morning to cause some sickness, to go into regression, amen, to cause some finances to begin to fall again in somebody's life. That's the God that I serve. He's on the throne tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, we love you today. Lord, I lift my voice and worship to the Lord today. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Amen. God has the power to control and to change nature. He has the power to suspend or direct its laws for a season. Amen. God has the power to suspend the laws of nature for a season. That is why the prophet Elijah, amen, could command that the rain would hold its peace. Amen. That the God of heaven would hold back the rain for a season of time. Amen. God, amen, did. Amen. What the prophet Elijah prayed. And God held the rain. You say, well, what does what can God do for my life? Amen. I would tell you, God can do anything but fail for your life today. Hallelujah. I believe God wants to show up and show up if you will in this house on Sunday morning. Hallelujah. His miracles prove beyond doubt that he has supreme command over nature and not just over nature but over the body and over the soul of man. God, amen, can heal all manner of sickness, all manner of disease. Amen. We preach about the infill of the Holy Ghost and the church comes to its feet and says, yes, God can fill with the Holy 
will suspend the nature. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, we love you today, Jesus. We love you today. Oh, come on, let's worship the Lord for a few moments. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, come on. Hallelujah. I'm not saying amen, give five dollars and God gives you a miracle. I'm not praying, give ten dollars and God will give you a hundred dollars. I'm not I'm not preaching some fancy thing that'll tickle your ears. I'm simply preaching the power of God to heal. The power of God to move and to suspend the process of nature. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. A miracle can be defined as a work wrought by a divine power for a divine purpose by means beyond the reach of man. Amen. It is beyond your reach as an individual today. Amen, Sister Gina. You may go to all the doctors in the world. Amen. You may say, amen, get the prognosis, the diagnosis, whatever the difference is. Amen. And they can tell you this is wrong and that's wrong. And hey, buddy, you're not going to walk again. Amen. You may not ever talk again. You may not have full use of your hands. And you leave the doctor's office, amen, recognizing that this is beyond my reach. This is something outside of my control. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. When you reach a point in your life that you recognize this situation is beyond control. It's beyond my reach. I'm at a point in my life where I can't do no more. What you need is a miracle from God. You need a miracle worker to show up in your life. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I was in prayer last night, amen, as I do it, amen, all the time, amen, say, asking God, God, what do you have me to preach to your people tomorrow? God, I'm not pulling an old message off the shelf. God, I want 
fresh word. I want something current. I want something timely for your people. Amen. I felt God put in my spirit to talk about miracles. It's the will of God that there be healings take place. Not just spirit feelings, but healings that take place. Amen. This is the apostolic church. Amen. This is the church of today. The God that's alive. And he's on the throne today. And he's going to heal somebody before you leave this place today. Amen. We're talking about the things found in this book of the Bible. Amen. It is a miracle book. Amen. This Bible that I hold in my hands is a miracle book. Amen. God's done some miracles in just the creation of this word. Amen. Just the putting together, the orchestrating of the word of God, the collection of the scriptures. Amen. It's a miracle book simply by its divine inspiration. The Bible says that holy men of God wrote as they were moved on by the Holy Ghost. Amen. That's a miracle unto itself that God could give a word. Amen. To a prophet some thousands of years before. And it'd still be relevant today. Amen. It's a miracle book in that it's a, it's a miracle in its antiquity. Over 1,500 years of writing and still current, still alive as it has ever been. Amen. Where else can you find a book that was written thousands of years ago and read in 2017 and still find practical application for your life and for your family and for your finances and for every area of your life? It's a miracle book. It's a miracle. It's the miracle of its accuracy. Amen. When you've got all these different writers over different spans of time putting together a word from God, and yet when you put them all together, there's no contradiction. Amen. There's no there's no verses that come against one another, but they work in perfect unison. They work in perfect harmony. That's a miracle right there in just this book. Amen. That's a miracle of its harmony. As I mentioned, 66 books. Many writers, but one author. Hallelujah. It's a miracle working book. And through the pages of this holy Bible. Amen. As you see on the front cover, through the pages of
of the Holy Bible is miracles such as the, the children of Israel facing off, amen, against Pharaoh's Egyptian army, amen, on their rear, the mountains on their left, amen, on either side of them, and the Red Sea smack in front of them, amen, when there seems to be no impossible there, there seems to be no possible way out of their situation. God speaks to a man called Moses and says, Moses, stretch your rod out over the sea. I'm going to show my power right now. Hallelujah. That's a miracle that God, amen, can take a body of water and divide it to that there might be a dry passageway for the people of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I don't know what you may be facing today. Maybe it's not tension of the body. Maybe it's not diabetes. Maybe it's not blindness of the eye. But maybe it's something that is not physical in nature, but something that is this just this obstacle in your way and you can't seem to overcome. You can't seem to break through. You can't seem to get through. Amen. There's a Red Sea that God put in the Scriptures so that you might see he did it before. He'll do it again. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God can move the seas of impossibility from your life. I don't care if it's addiction, if it's a drug addiction, if it's an alcoholic addiction, if it's a if it's an addiction of promiscuity, whatever it may be, God can heal and He can deliver, He can save, He can set free. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Scripture tells us, amen, of other examples of barrenness. Amen. My father, amen, told you the testimony at the beginning of the service, how God healed my mom. Amen. When the doctors looked at her, examined, did the tests, what have you, and they came back with the report, she's barren. She cannot have children. Amen. No matter how hard you try, there's some things that are wrong in the body. It's not physically possible. It's not biologically possible. Amen. But God began to move on her body on the church night. Amen. How many miracles happened in the church house? Amen. With the saint of God, lift up her hands. Saint God, I've got problems. God, I've got things I need to take care of. But God, for a moment, I'm going to worship you and praise you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. But healing my mama wasn't the first time God set out doing that kind of a miracle. Because he did it for Abraham's wife named Sarah in the Old Testament. He did not stop there because he did it again for Anna in the Bible. Giving her the prophet Samuel. Amen. God has done it before. There's nothing new under the sun. Amen. You are not the exception to the miracle that God can do. You are not the exception to the healing powers of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. It's also written in the book of Mark. Amen. Mark's gospel. Chapter 16. Verses 17 through 18. It says it like this. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. That's the Holy Ghost. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing it shall not hurt them. And watch this. They shall lay hands on the sick. And they shall recover. They shall recover. They 
Hallelujah. That's a promise I would lay hold to. If I needed a miracle in my body or if I needed something in my situation, that's a promise I would lay hold to. They shall lay hands on the sick. They shall recover. Hallelujah. One of the first miracles, if not the first miracle, amen, that the scripture records is the act of Jesus turning the water into wine. Amen. God looked at some situation and then he made it better, a thousand times better. He turned the water into wine. Amen. According to Matthew chapter 9, 18 to 26, God healed Jairus' daughter. Amen. God simply touched her. God simply healed her. He spoke a word to Jairus' daughter. According to Matthew chapter 8, 1 through 4, amen, God healed the leprous man. Amen. That reached out to him and said, I've got a thing. I've got a situation. I've got some issues in my physical body, God, that if you don't help me, God, I'm going to die. And I don't believe that's my destiny to die. God, they relegated me to the sidelines. I live in a special place. I got to wear special garments. But God, if you move in my life, I'll be healed. And God healed the leprous man of his leprosy. Amen. We we view, amen, one of the worst sicknesses today that we can receive is cancer. Amen. We say we got cancer. It's pretty much a, a death certificate. Amen. I may survive this battle of cancer, but it probably will come back and take me eventually. And many times, amen, we, we, we know people that have died of cancer, but God's still a God that heals cancer. Yes. And to them, amen, I read in the scriptures that leprosy was such a sickness was such a disease. Amen. That if you got it, your life was over. Everything would change for you. Amen. You had to wear different clothes, live different places, abandon your family, and watch yourself fall apart piece by piece. Just decaying, rotten. But God healed the leprous man. God doesn't just heal the barren woman. And God doesn't just divide the Red Sea. And God doesn't just heal the leprous man with that terminal illness. Amen. But God also, amen, healed the paralytic. Come on. He healed the paralytic. Amen. You say, what's a paralytic? Amen. That's someone that's paralyzed in their body. Amen. How many times we've seen somebody at a grocery store or wherever it would be in, in a wheelchair paralyzed. I've seen them paralyzed from the neck down. Amen. It's a hard situation to look at. Amen. It's devastating, especially if it happens to one of your loved ones. Amen. But in the Bible that I preach it from today, God healed the paralyzed man. He can heal the paralytic according to Luke chapter 5, 18 through 25. God can do anything. <coughs> he can do anything. God doesn't just heal the paralytic. He, can't, he doesn't just heal, amen, the person that is physically disabled. But God continues, amen, in the word of God to do things that are outside of the, uh, the reach of man, if you will. Amen. He begins to suspend nature once again when he sets foot in a boat and they go out to sea. The Bible tells us, amen, of this particular encounter that happened in Luke 8, 22 through 25. Amen. That the Bible says the sea was raging. Amen. Things, the tempest was raging. Amen. Everything was coming against the Lord and his disciples in that boat. And no doubt they begin to fear for their lives. And they begin to wonder, can God deliver me? Does he know where I am? Does he know the storm 
I would tell you today, whatever storm you may find yourself in today, if you'll reach out to God like the disciples, begin to go, and maybe they forgot where Jesus was, but when the storm hit that boat at sea, they begin to ask each other, where's Jesus? Where's Jesus? Where's the answer? I need it now, and not later. We need it right now. I've got to find where he's at. And if you will approach, amen, your storm with that same urgency, with that same desire, I'm not stopping till I find the master. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. God can move for your life. In the process of reaching out to God, trying to find Him, they found themselves going deeper in the boat because He was at the base of the boat. He was at the bottom of the boat. Amen. They began to go deeper. Amen. And deeper as they sought for God. And they said, where is He? I need Him right now. And God stepped onto the scene of that storm. And with the calmness, he said, peace be still. Peace be still. He rebuked the storms, the clouds, the sea. He commanded nature to stop. That's enough. But first, the people of God had to find him. They had to go deeper. They had to get a hold of God. Had to get his attention. Whatever you've got to do today, you've got to get his attention. You've got to find him. You've got to go where he is. You've got to find where he is. God, if you're in this church somewhere, in this sanctuary, God, I'm going to find you, God. If you're somewhere in, the, in my proximity, God, I'm going to reach out and touch you, God. I'm going to get a hold of you, God. I'm going to touch you for myself. Amen. And God rebuked the storm. Amen. God did all sorts of miracles. We continued down the line. Amen. At one point in, uh, in, his, in the process of him teaching, amen, many, many people, the Bible says that they approached lunchtime and they did not have food. They were far out into the country, if you will. And they said, what are we going to do? How are we going to survive? How are we going to have provision? How are we going to eat? And I will tell you today that God wants to take care of His people. God wants to provide for your needs today. I've been young and now I'm old, as one person said in the Psalms. Yet have I never seen the righteous forsaken or received begging bread. And God provided, amen, with just a few loaves and fishes that the scripture tells us about in Matthew 14, 13 through 21. That God took the few loaves and fishes, he blessed it, and then he said, go and serve it to the thousands. And with one little boy's lunch, God caused the thousands to partake. He can multiply. You say, well, I, I think... I think I'll be okay, but I don't know if I have enough to, to give. I don't know if I have enough. I don't know if what I have is enough. I don't know how long it'll last me. I don't know if, if it'll see me through the storm, if it'll, see, if it'll take me the distance. I would tell you, put it in his hands and watch God give a miracle of multiplication. Amen. God can do addition, but there's times that God wants to do multiplication in your life. And God will provide and God will multiply what you've got left. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. We go to school and we learn about science. 
Amen. We learn about all the things in, in science class and, and biology and physiology and all the different sciences. Amen. We, we learn about geology. We learn about the, uh, the nature and the composition of water. Amen. It's two hydrogens and one oxygen. Amen. And we, we learn about water. Amen. You cannot, uh, uh, you, you, when you get in water, you begin to sink because you're you're heavy. You're not buoyant. Amen. And, and we know from the from studying uh, just history, and we know from studying the, the textbooks in school that water is such element. Uh, amen. That if you if you jump on the water, you're going to fall through. You might even drown if you don't know how to swim. It's that type of composition. Amen. But God in the Gospels in Matthew 22 to 36. Amen. Step out. Amen. Of this off the shore and begin to walk on the water. That thing that man thought was impossible. Amen. I'm at a point right now in my life. I'm I lost at sea. And I don't know how God's gonna get to where I am. I would tell you, God knows no impossibilities. He can walk on the water today. Hallelujah. He can make a way for somebody today. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God is going to move here today before we leave. Why don't we lift our hands one more time to the Lord and why don't we talk with Him right now? Oh, I believe you, God, to be the same yesterday, today, forever. Hallelujah. What you did in the Gospels, Lord. What you did in the Old Testament, God, you can do it again. You can do it again. You can do it again. In Acts chapter 5, 17 through 42, we read about the miracle of open prison doors. People that come to God and are bound, locked up. Amen. No way out. They, they, those people, I believe it was Paul and Silas in this particular example, Amen. Paul and Silas, amen, in, in the prison house, amen, they, they heard the story about Stephen, amen, some time back, and they heard the story about John the Baptist some time prior, and they began to realize, you know what, we, we're probably not going to come out of this prison experience alive, amen, we, 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 we may come out of this prison, but it may be in pieces, Amen. It may be on a stake. Amen. Burned by fire. It may be stoned like Stephen. Amen. It may be. Uh, it may be uh, uh, with our head chopped off like John the Baptist. We probably may not come out of this prison, Paul. But I would tell you, we'll just begin to worship God in spite of what it looks like, in spite of the out, in spite of the outcome, in spite of the situation, in spite of the predicament that we find ourselves in. If we'll begin to worship God in the midst of our struggle, in the midst of our trial, God will come through for you. Hallelujah. And it was. Amen. Yeah. In a given hour that the Bible said 
people that were afflicted, people that they then were in bondage, came out in freedom and deliverance. And God can still do it in 2017. Right here on 7th Street in Lathrop, California. God can do it. He hasn't changed. He's to the same God. And there's none like him. Amen. He still wields all power in his hand. He still has the power, amen, to do the miraculous. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 2 and 22 says, Jesus of Nazareth, amen, approved of, of God among you by miracles and wonders and signs. A man approved of God among you. In other words, you saw the miracles, signs, and wonders which God did by him in the midst of you as ye yourselves also know. Amen. I'm preaching to people today that you've seen God do miracles. You've heard the testimonies of God raise the dead. You've heard the testimonies of God heal the blinded eye. Amen. I believe, amen, that as we race to a close, as we race the rapture, amen, that that is going to be a part of the apostolic church, not just the spirit healing, not just the water baptisms. We need that and we want that. We've got to have more of it. But I would tell you that it doesn't stop there because God is still in the miracle working business. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, cancer. Skin cancer, lung cancer. Whatever type of cancer, God can heal it today. Hallelujah, diabetes, God can heal that today. Amen, God can heal the blinded eye. God can heal the deaf person. God can make the lame walk again. God can multiply what you've got left. Amen. God can walk on the. Amen. He walks on the. On he walks in the wind. Amen. As one scripture says, he rides the wings of the wind. Amen. He's in the storm. He's in. He's in your situation today, and God will move yes. here today. Yes. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. It's in James chapter five and thirteen that it says, "Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray." Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. We don't pray in the titles Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. We pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when we pray according to the scriptures, In the name of the Lord. The Bible says anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. And the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Hallelujah. Amen. There's a whole lot in James 5, 13 through 16. Amen. There's the uh, the practice, if you will, of the laying on of 
the hands of the presbytery, the laying on of the hands of the ministry and anointing with oil. And we do that here, amen, in this church, amen, according to the scriptures, amen. We have oil. We're going to anoint with oil here in a few moments. And we're going to pray the prayer of faith here in a few moments. And we're going to pray in the name of Jesus. And I believe that the prayer of faith, according to James 5, amen, the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. And God is going to forgive some sins here today. Amen. God is going to do it. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm preaching about the miracle worker. I'm not preaching about a faith healer. I'm preaching about the miracle worker. Yes. Hallelujah. God will do the healing. God will do the feeling. God will do the saving. God will do the delivering. And He'll get the glory. Amen. Hallelujah. There's no... There's no uh, Posting selfies on Instagram saying, look what God used me today. You don't do that. Say, look what God did. It's just a picture of a miracle. God healed the lame. God healed the blind. God raised the dead. God healed the cancer. God healed the barren woman. God walked on water today. God spoke a word. God delivered me from my addiction. God healed my broken heart. God healed me where I hurt the most. God touched me. He turned me around. Hallelujah, hallelujah. As we stand here today and the musicians come. The Bible says in the book of Psalms, chapter 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. And this verse number three. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities. All your iniquities. And the last few words of that verse. Who healeth all thy diseases. Who healeth all thy diseases. He's a healer of every sickness. He's a healer. He's a healer today. The healer is in the house today. Hallelujah. Why don't we just take a few moments and why don't we just love on him right now? Come on, let's let the Holy Ghost have its way right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Here's what I want us to do for the for a quick moment. Here's what I want us to do. Amen. I want us to take a few moments right where you are. Amen. We're going to close our eyes and we're going to begin to search our hearts. And I want you to begin to, amen, tell the Lord, God, I forgive all these people, whoever there may be in your life that ever offended you, that ever did you wrong, that ever stole from you, that ever uh, rubbed you the wrong way, that you maybe hold a little bit of grudge against. We're going to take a few moments and we're going to ask the Lord, amen, to, to take this burden, to take this bitterness. What, I'm not saying you're bitter. I'm not saying anything. But I want us to just go through, amen, these steps. And I want us to begin to search our hearts. God, I forgive my neighbor. Come on, right now, God, I forgive anyone that has trespassed against me. God, I forgive those that have done me wrong. 
going to hold a grudge against him. I'm not going to be bitter towards him. I lay that offense at your feet. If you'll do that, amen, in sincerity today, God will receive it. Hallelujah. Come on, let's take a few more moments. Search your heart right now. God, I forgive my father, my mother who abandoned me. I forgive my neighbor. I forgive God uh, that, that individual, that person that did me wrong. I forgive that person that took advantage of me. I forgive them. Lay it not to their charge, God. Lay it not to their charge. God, I forgive my parents, my children, my brothers, my sisters. I forgive God. God, I'm putting that offense at your feet today. I'm laying that at your feet today, God. Lay it not to their charge. God, I want to be free, God, from bitterness, free from strife, free from turmoil. Free from offense, free from grudges. Forgive them, God. They don't know what they did, how they hurt me, but God forgive them. If they knew how bad it hurt me, they would not have done it. God forgive them. Forgive them. Forgive them. Cleanse me, God. Now I want us here for the next few moments to ask the Lord to forgive us of our sins. Hallelujah. Let's just take a few moments and let's search our heart. God, forgive me, God. God, forgive me, God, of my sins. Forgive me, God, for falling short of your glory. Forgive me, God, for making a mockery of the things of God at times. Forgive me, Lord, for my sinful ways, for my habitual life, for, for this and for that. God, forgive me, God. I repent, God, of my sins. Come on, won't you take a few moments and ask the Lord to forgive you right now. Come on, God's going to administer healing in this place, but first we've got to take care of the issues of our heart. Forgive me, Lord. Forgive me, Lord. Forgive me, Lord. Wash me. Make me clean right now, Lord. Make me clean again. Cleanse my mind. Take away the desire for sin. Help me to hate the sin, God. Help me to hate the sin. Help me to cleave to that which is good. Help me to do it about face and turn from my ways. So Hallelujah. Now let's let's just worship the Lord for a few moments. Come on, we're taking our time here right now. Come on, right where you are, why don't you lift up your hands and close your eyes and begin to open up your mouth and talk to God. Come on, I would tell you that God would hear your prayer right now. Right where you are, why don't you close your eyes and lift up your hands and say, God, I worship you. God, you're still a healing God. You're still a miracle worker. 
want someone to pray or prayer sympathy and for strength to go through your sickness, don't come. But if you want us to pray that God would heal you and you could walk away healed from your sickness, from the thing that troubles you, I want you to come right now and just stand up here in front. If you want to heal in your body, why don't you stand, come to this front. We're going to anoint with oil. And if you could, I want us to stand on this side over here, on, on my right, your left. If you need a healing in your body, amen. We're going to pray the prayer of faith and God is going to heal this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The second altar call I'm going to give right now is for those that need a financial miracle in their lives. I don't know what it may be. I don't know who it is. But if you need a financial miracle in your life, why don't you come and stand right here? Amen. Why don't you come if you believe if you want to believe God to move in your finances? Amen. Let's let's make some room. Let's allow everybody to come. Amen. If you want to heal in your body, I want you to stand on, on my right. If, but if you want a financial miracle, I want you to stand right here to my left. Amen. And, and the third altar call I'd give here right now. It's for those, amen, that want the Holy Ghost, that said, I don't need a healing, amen, I don't need necessarily delivery, but I want a feeling of my soul. If you want God to fill you with the Holy Ghost, amen, I want you to come and stand right up here in the front, amen. If you want God to fill you with the Holy Ghost, I want you to stand right up here in the front, amen. I'm going to, we're going to pray here right now. And we're going to believe God, amen, to work in 2017 like he's worked, amen, in, in the year 2 AD, like he, like he worked for the 33 years that he walked the face of this earth. I want the rest of you, amen, that have not stepped forward. If you're able to, if you like, why don't you come help us pray or stretch your hands forth, amen. And why don't we lift our voices? We're going to sing to the Lord. Right now, 
process right now in this service today amen that you might have the landmark moment in your life to look back to and say God is still on the throne he's still a healer he's still a healer and how many would just lift up a hand today and say I felt God touch me today look across this house amen look across this house hallelujah why don't you throw your other hand in let's just thank the Lord for a few moments here right God, I thank you, Lord, right now for what you've done, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for what you've done right now, Lord. Thank you, 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 Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. We do have refreshments prepared as we always do. Amen. They are made. They're made with love. Amen. I know. It's a labor of love. Amen. And uh, hope you enjoy yourself some good fellowship. Amen. We need good fellowship these days. And I hope you enjoy some good fellowship in the multi-purpose room. We do want to let you know one thing that is coming up in a few weeks. Um, as, you, as you all know, Thanksgiving is in the month of November. Uh, and it's, I forget what day exactly it is, but... The Sunday before Thanksgiving, uh, we're going to be having after church fellowship. is going to be at Brother Paul's house. Um, just down the road, it's going to be a full-on Thanksgiving meal for all the church family. And by all means, invite somebody. Don't think that because we're having it at someone's house, you can't invite a friend. Invite somebody with you, and we're going to have all the fixings. Um, and we're looking forward to a great time of fellowship. So please mark your calendars, if at all possible, be there on that Sunday, uh, and we're looking forward to what God is going to do the rest of this year. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for coming. God bless you.
wanted to go with the kid? No, that's okay. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Three more down the riverbed. I'll be here tomorrow at 7. Okay, come. Come. All right, love you. Yeah, I want to bless you. Yeah, I want to bless you. Yeah, I want to bless you. So you're like, no, are you sure? Like, is that really you? But I, I pray like God, if God is speaking, I've got to obey you. So if you say that, let's go to confirmation. You know what? That's what you want to do. And she said, no, no, no. 
guys live right, right uh, by the McDonald's, huh? Right here. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
that why some I, I had to see the construction guys Thank you. 
campus.
64. If you start late, you can quit at 60. Yeah, yeah. I get that. I get
that community we grew up in uh, was 380. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they don't know the difference. Well, yeah. If you grew up in the city, you know what the country's like. And then when they come out in the if you grow if you grow up in the country, I I, I detest you. I think in San Francisco they're talking like
Yeah. 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 Yeah.